all been good, boys and girls? What about it? Have you? Ladies and gentlemen, Santa Claus. Welcome to Lonely Town, a killer's podcast. If you're listening to this the day it drops, it just might be Christmas Day. And we're coming up to the end of our Christmas-themed episodes and talking about Christmas, the Christmas songs the killers put out and their videos. And uh, since we our first three, I think we've done three so far, since, our, since those came out, I found some corrections that I need to make or clarifications I need to make to the episodes we've already done. <laughs> first is we talked on Boots about the guy who's homeless and singing in the street and goes back to his family. Turns out it's a real guy. It's a real street performer. His name's Super Bad Brad. Brad Super Bad Brad. Brad Prowley. And he's really a street performer in New York, so well, not, not in Vegas. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Anyway. Well I'm sure he's a great man and uh Sorry, Super Brad, Bad Brad, if we uh, hurt any feelings or offended anyone by uh, anything we may uh, accuse you of, of being or, or uh, being involved with. It was not our intentions. <laughs> we got to give you credit now. i got to give you credit now that I know. Next time I'm in New York, I'm going to find you and give you a $5 bill. I mentioned some of the famous people who were involved in the projects. And now, next time, I need to give credit to, to Super Bad Brad. I also failed to mention Luke Perry, who's in the... Happy Birthday Guadalupe music video. That's that's a pretty big name. And then another thing I, I saw after we we talked about Joseph, Better You Than Me, there's a quote that Brandon gave uh, when someone was asking about his religion. And he said, he notes that the, uh, sorry, it's not a quote, it's just an article talking about a uh, conversation with him. It says, he notes that at the band's last Christmas charity single, Joseph, Better You, you Than Me, proved something of a flop. He suspects it was too overtly religious. And then it quotes him. It's funny because I go all, all over the world and I realize the way that people look at religion now, he explains, and the direction that it's going. And then I will write a song like that. But it never occurs to me that people must think I'm crazy, that I believe that Joseph existed. Do you know what I mean? That stuff doesn't cross my mind till later. So I, I noticed when I looked at the, the viewer counts on YouTube that even though it's with Elton John and Neil Tennant, it's one of the, the lower-viewed music videos. And I thought that was weird, but it's interesting to hear his, his thoughts on it that it's, it got fewer viewers because it was religious and because it was talking about Joseph instead of Santa and Santa wanting to murder him. That's kind of interesting because uh, I, I haven't looked at the numbers or anything like that. And I, I, I like the song. I think it's a good, a good song as far as Christmas goes. Uh, like you're saying, Happy Birthday, Guadalupe. It's pretty religious and doesn't seem to have the same uh, uh, people kind of upset or thinking you're crazy because you thought Guadalupe existed, or or maybe it's because it's, I don't know. That's kind of, I, I, this is news to me, folks. Yeah. This is the research thought. I've done this week. So, <laughs> uh, no, that's kind of interesting because, you know, there's or there's certain other killer songs and stuff that uh, definitely there's religious themes weaved in there, but uh, if it's a good song, it's a good song, it seems. So that one kind of surprises me. So today we're going to be talking about the three... Santa-themed music videos. There's kind of a murder trilogy, unlike the one we've already talked about. <laughs> it's more of an attempted murder trilogy. And uh, I think we've, we mentioned that 
this is something they did every year for for 11 years and these three music videos don't shoot me santa feel it in my bones and dirt sledding were spread out a little bit the don't shoot me santa came out in 2007 which was the second year this red campaign and um, after that one they didn't do another one for five more years so i'm glad they did it and they did another one three years after that so i'm glad it wasn't like three years in a row which you know looking back i didn't pay too much attention as these songs came out and now that i've researched them and and learned a lot about them it's just interesting to to see how spread out they were because now I just watch them in three in a row, and it makes cohesive sense. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they were uh, spread out, if it was a plan, like if they were all um, kind of, the conception was there, but they hadn't uh, recorded them, or if it was something where they recorded the one, had a good time, and thought we should continue this on. You know, I just wonder the structure there, if it was something that uh, just came out, kind of happened uh, over the five years or whatever, if it was a plan that way, and... You know, sometimes when people get recording and doing things, it doesn't go as fast as we would like it for sure. And, I mean, you get producers and, and schedules and everything in there and things get kind of uh, messed up. So I'd be interested to know if that was the, the original plan or if that's just how it went down. Yeah, it very easily could have that never happened had they stopped at some point or decided to go a different direction. So, But looking back, it looks like it was well thought out and planned. And, you know, they had a story where Santa wants to kill him. Brandon asks for forgiveness, and then Santa finally comes around. But I think to talk about these, we need to bring up Ryan Party, who plays Santa in the music videos. And we haven't we haven't talked about him at all, I don't think, so far in the podcast. And I wasn't familiar with him from the early days of the Killers, but he was around with the Killers as their manager, their tour manager from the early days, the very early days. And he was the manager of the Cafe Roma, where Brandon and Dave first performed together. In public and so he goes back all the way to the very beginning he's not with the band right now but he first makes an appearance in the very first song they did great big sled in 2006 and uh, we've, we talked about this before when we talked about this river is wild <laughs> about how it says it's either talking we, we figured it was either talking about Santa or Satan when it says I heard a story from the man in red and I thought it was interesting to look back at the timelines of Samstown and Great Big Sled when it came out when Ryan first makes an appearance as Santa because Samstown and This River is Wild came out on September 27th 2006 and Great Big Sled came out in December on December 5th that same year so just a couple months later so he might have had Santa on the mind and decided to, to dress Ryan up for this first video. Ryan, Ryan might have been the man in red. We might have to get to the bottom of that. Uh, he was also the captain, right? Yeah. So we had the nickname, uh, the captain with the with the fans, with the victims. And there was a secret song uh, about the captain on uh, Sawdust. Yep. So he's, he's definitely uh, been there, uh, helped out in the early days of the Killers. Like Jimmy said, he was kind of the tour manager. And... Uh, definitely an influence, and and goes on to play Santa in um, these these music videos, and is on some of the tracks uh, as well. So uh, definitely uh, uh, important uh, influence at the first of, of the of the Killers' career, like you were saying. A couple more interesting things I learned about Ryan is uh, he's a childhood friend of Jonathan Gray Gubler, who's a he's an actor on Criminal Minds and um, a pretty big name that I, I hadn't heard of before, but he directed a couple of these videos as well. And then 
Ryan's brother apparently was grew up and was friends with with Ronnie from the band. So he has he has a lot of connections with the band, and um, just they increased as as time went on. And we're hoping to be able to get him on a, for an interview here soon, and it'll be it'll be fun to to hear from him and his experiences with the band. Yeah, his brother's uh, Michael Valentine, right? Yes. So Another early connection, early Killers connections. Uh, the the you know longtime fans or, or people that have done the research know probably have heard the captain song or, or wondered who the captain is if they weren't around at the time and have heard the the ballad of Michael Valentine so so if we get a, if we get a chance to talk to Ryan one of the things I need to ask him about is the music video another music video another connection is the Cowboys Christmas Ball I'm pretty sure he's in that one too but I have to call, we'll have to talk to him and confirm that. And, you know, pretty big influence on the "Don't Waste Your Wishes" songs. Yeah, definitely uh, early, early, early influencer with the with the band. Seems like he helped them uh, kind of get that first initial uh, push or spark, and stuck around for yeah the beginning of a lot of uh, the Christmas stuff and just that that initial uh, kind of saw them grow from playing his cafe to uh, that crazy year that we talked about with Alan uh, earlier in the year, where they went from playing cafes and small venues to opening arenas he was there for that ride so uh, i have a good feeling in my bones jimmy that we're going to talk to him soon he's also selling real estate if i understand right now in vegas so yeah if you're looking for uh, a nice place to live in the desert you can call up ryan and i'm sure he'd be happy to talk to you and you could also talk killers with him so the storyline of the f- of the three music videos we're going to focus on the three songs we're going to focus on today it starts with don't shoot me santa and my favorite line from this song is ryan says Santa says, I got a bullet in my gun. And Brandon says, you got a bullet in your... It just comes out of nowhere. You got a bullet in your what? It's like, this is a Christmas song about Santa. And we're talking about getting shot. So I guess there's a revelation in the song that Brandon... What does he say? I've been killing he's, just he's been for killing fun. For, yeah, that was, yeah, that was my favorite. Well, not my favorite, but it's the killers. And they start off with, you know, the murder trilogy. So to bring it into the Christmas uh, thing where he's... It's like a confessional to Santa where... Uh, you grow up and you go and you tell them your your wishes and what you want for Christmas traditionally. Uh, here it's more like a, a confessional of, uh, I don't know, him and Santa having this conversation. And he just tells him, I've been killing just for just for fun. And, uh, yeah. And then Santa tells him the party's over and that he's got a bullet in his gun. And that seems to surprise uh, Brandon. And we're off to the races after that. Yeah, I think he probably, at the worst, he probably thought he was going to get a uh, Joel the lump of coal turns out <laughs> Santa wants more than that. Well, then he, uh, yeah, then he goes on telling me he's been a clean living boy. So I don't know how you're killing just for fun, and then a couple verses later you've been a clean living boy. I don't, you know, I yeah. don't know, but definitely an interesting. Again, I like the non-traditional Christmas uh, takes on things, and it doesn't get more uh, non-traditional than a, a Christmas song about killing for fun and Santa has a bullet in his gun <laughs> and don't shoot me, Santa. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, the, the music video is pretty funny as it starts out with, with Santa got Brandon tied up and he's doing some sock puppet performance. You know, he spends most of the video digging digging a grave and dancing around Brandon who's tied up. It also has like some different, it's almost like separate songs in there that kind of break a little bit. I don't know if they're experimenting with sound or because it's Christmas they can, but when it goes into like the the sweet Mojave rain and you know there's a couple I thought there's a couple parts but that's what's coming to my mind right yeah now. they bring out the mariachi type the mariachi <clears throat> it, it's just Sound. kind of a it's an interesting uh, interesting flavor if, if nothing else and the video's entertaining the songs uh, entertaining don't have to take it too seriously 
And it, it starts off this uh, rivalry between Brandon and, and Santa that we've uh, covered in a few previous songs a little bit, but definitely these three we're covering today was uh, the basis for all that. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention about it was uh, there's later in the lyrics where he says, Brandon essentially says, the, the kids on the street were making fun of me and teasing me. He was saying they these kids deserved deserved whatever they got. So Yeah, and uh, he goes on to tell them it's been a hard year, which I think is kind of, Fitting because it seems every year's been a hard year. Like the older you get, you kind of look back and you're like, man, it's been a hard year. And then we go through like uh, the pandemic and everything that's been going on the last few years. It's like, man, it's been a hard year. But then Santa lets him know that you can't get around this. Life's hard. I think it's a good lesson for people to learn. It doesn't matter how hard our life is or, or what's going on, how hard the year year is, uh, how you choose to accept or, or not accept it. Life's hard, and you just gotta you gotta roll with it. It's hard for everybody. I, I like that. The music video ends with Brandon's bandmates coming to save him. They drive off, and Santa's chasing him, and he buries this sock puppet with Brandon's face on it. And <laughs> the next song, uh, Feel It In My Bones, is... I guess another thing I need to plug at this... I want to plug at this point is the Caution Fanzine interview that was done with Ryan, where they asked him about some of these. I could only find it on their Instagram... Uh, so go and find that. One of the things we learned from that interview is that when they filmed Feel It In My Bones, the band and Santa were never together. They were filmed completely separate. Santa never, or Brian never, so I guess, get back and forth. Anyway, so you can tell, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit different. It's more of a studio performance than, you know, digging in the, in the desert. But one of the funny things, or interesting things about this video is it features Ronnie's little brother, as the convenience store clerk that Santa ties up and then blows up while he's drinking eggnog. And anyway, it's pretty much shows the killers one at a time trying to sleep, but they're having this nightmare of Santa chasing them, tracking them down, getting on a Harley and with machetes, candy cane machetes. <laughs> so yeah, definitely an alternative style Christmas song that you're not going to get from Nat King Cole. <laughs> no, and... uh and Ryan sings in this uh, rendition as well. I know he, he speaks in the first one, but I don't know if he actually has verses in there. I just like that it's almost like on this one, Brandon's conscience is uh, getting to him a little bit. So he's going to write Santa a letter and clear up things because, you know, things weren't the best there. And they didn't leave on great terms. And so uh, he's, he's writing a letter to the North Pole and telling him, you know, I was naughty once, but now I'm nice. Almost like he's uh, repenting and, and changing his ways. And and Santa ain't having it. He, he's not buying it. He's he's still <laughs> gonna make an there. example out of you. He's got that list. He's he's checked it twice, and it's almost like he's a bounty hunter out in the Nevada desert. And he's gonna uh, he's gonna find the killers, and I guess take care of them, kill the killers. Is that is that fair? I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting that Ryan's first word in the song is "boy." I mean, it's a common word. It's just funny. Now, well, that, now that it's all these years later that it says. <laughs> That's that what he calls Brandon. Feel it in my bones. I mean, we got we got bones, bones songs. So, I think sometimes Brandon does like to use the same uh, keywords. I guess when he's writing, or or there's themes there that I don't know seem to uh, flow in his his mind. I think it's funny that Brandon's perspective is you know the typical kid no, learn grows up learning what you get from Santa is dependent on how you were during the year, and Brandon's pretty much trying to say, "Hey, man." It's a new year. <laughs> this is five years later when the video comes out. Santa's still trying to get him. He's saying, I've been a good kid since, you know, back in the first song. So it's pretty funny that, you know, Santa's not going to let this go. 
and you know it's it's fun. Yeah, they had the. Uh, I want Santa doesn't have it. Uh, Brandon goes to Hey Kringle. Now, now, <laughs> now we're going back to not dear Santa. Hey, hey Kringle. I mean, weren't weren't you wild once? Weren't you a kid at one point? Did you have some fun? And uh, and Ryan or Santa uh, goes on to say, "Kid, don't you get it? I'm gonna make an example out of you for every mother's child." So it's kind of like that naughty list, or uh, kind of like I hit on uh, one of our, our previous episodes of the Santa figure. Uh, the parents use to uh, scare the kids, or if you're not good, if you don't brush your teeth, Santa's watching, whatever it's like. And now Santa's going to use this example of he's going to find this naughty boy that's on the bad list, and he's going to make an example so kids will behave. And <laughs> and Brandon's just out of luck because he was on that list. And once you're on there, I guess it's hard to get off, or, or you never get off. I'm not sure because it's yeah, five years and they're still still uh, hunting each other. So, but yeah, he, he feels it in his bones. I don't know if that's feeling the. Uh, like sometimes when you have a feeling, you know somebody's behind you or or whatever. Maybe it's that you feel it in your bones that you know Santa's hunting him and he could be around any corner because I mean Santa's magical. He can just appear overnight, so he watches you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake, bad and good, the whole thing. <laughs> him and him and Brandon don't patch things up in this one, so it's it's still an open open wound, so to say. Yeah, what I like about the third one, dirt sledding. First of all, the name is awesome. <laughs> it's hilarious for a desert Christmas song. And uh, it starts with Santa unburying the sock puppet of Brandon that he buried in the first song. Uh, it starts real solemn-like, and then it goes, you know, while he's doing this, he puts his hand back in the puppet and his his mouth in the words. But then it quickly goes to kind of a, a more lighthearted tune. Yeah, one thing, uh, we have a friend who's from Nevada, and he's told me about kind of dirt sledding. Uh, he, he was in, he's from Pahrump, so a little, uh, west of, of Vegas, but they would go out, you know, and, and, uh, do this kind of dirt sledding or they'd get like skis and be pulled behind cars. He, he told me some pretty wild stories about <laughs> out in the Nevada desert when they were kind of high school age and, and what they'd go out and do for fun. So I think, uh, I, I like the name because it's a cool name and it's kind of fun to imagine, but I think this is a real, uh, well, I know this is a real thing that happens out, out in the Nevada hills, so. Uh, that just kind of brought it, you know, a little little smile to my face. Just I wasn't there, but just hearing the stories uh, and thinking that Brandon and Ronnie and and those guys have probably participated in something similar to that. Yeah, and this is this is a song where the true spirit of Christmas comes out, and a true theme of reconciliation between Santa and Brandon finally happens, because Santa pretty much gets tired of chasing him down. Yeah, he opens it up with. Uh, Hey kid, I'm I'm getting tired of all this running around. So uh, maybe it's time we uh, reconciled. Maybe we could talk for a while. Which if I'm Brandon at that point, I'm kind of feeling like this might be a trap. Yeah. Because you know we've we've had uh, Santa trying to get me and and making threats. But in the spirit of Christmas, uh, Santa goes on to have a change of heart. And uh, also in this video, I think we talked about it earlier too. But it has uh, Richard Dreyfus, mm -hmm. which is not I mean not a small get. I'm sure everyone probably knows, but very famous actor. How, what were we? Me and my wife were watching a killer's, what, might have been a video or something the other day, and she said, you think that's the most famous person that Brandon's been around, or most famous person? <laughs> I can't remember who it was. And I said, oh, sit right there for a minute. <laughs> I said, Jimmy showed me this the other day, and I brought up the uh, that red campaign that we talked about. Um, if we don't help people uh, with AIDS, we're going to hell. Yeah. And where Julia Roberts is sitting right by him at the piano, and you had, uh, I mean, just a ton of celebrities there. And so I said, I don't know. And, you know, he's met 
Springsteen, he sang with Paul McCartney. I mean, he's met a lot of celebrities. I don't know at what point is the most famous. I think he's performed. Tom Morello. I'm going with Tom Morello. Tom Morello. He's performed for the Royal Family, from what I've read. So it de- I guess it depends on what circle you're Obama, in. Obama, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who, uh, Joe Biden. Some people would say that's a great thing. Some people would say it's not. Some people love Springsteen. Some don't. Elton John, controversial man. I don't know. I just think uh, it probably depends on who you are and where you are in life to depend, but who's the most famous. But he's definitely uh, rubs shoulders with uh, with the, the high and powerful. Yeah, I mean, take your pick. <laughs> I mean, some people would say Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, some people would say Lady Gaga. And I don't know what... It's like pretty much Chris Martin and Bono and, yeah, you name it. All on your perspective, not necessarily his. Yeah, so the music video, somehow Santa gets approached by the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, and a Thanksgiving turkey. Is that what it is? Thanksgiving turkey? Yeah, I believe so. And they start decorating trees in the desert with tinsel and dancing around and shooting, start shooting Roman candles at each other and at a Christmas tree and Brandon's face is revealed under the Easter Bunny costume and he starts backing away because he doesn't trust that Santa's really going to be nice to him. He hands him a, a candy cane with a key to the, the car he's always wanted. So It's kind of uh, interesting too because this one's a little different. Like the first one with the musical it kind of goes into that when it goes into the pretty girls Christmas lights, mistletoes, holy nights. It I don't know if they're just, I mean, just having fun. Obviously, it's for charity. It's nothing too serious. I don't know if they're kind of experimenting with different sounds and styles and how it will be or if it's just, they're just goofing and that that's uh, what what's coming out. But it's kind of fun to hear. I mean, you know, and it looks like they're messing around in the desert, whether or not, I'm sure it's all scripted and there's a director and everything, but, and, you know, shooting uh, Roman candles and stuff at each other, it's, you know, it's kind of fun. It's what <laughs> desert, desert kids do. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here, taking these songs a little too seriously when they're just trying to have fun. And we spend a lot of time talking about, with this podcast, it's just us trying to have fun. So we're hoping that people are too critical of the podcast because we're doing the same thing that they're doing. We're just we're having fun. And you can tell they're having fun. And, they, I mean, they did it for 11 years, even though it takes a lot of time to make a video and produce a song and come up with a song, especially if Jimmy Kimmel's trying to help you write it. Yeah, it sounded like uh, that was uh, with some of the stuff we, we've read or, or heard about from Ryan and other things that we've read. Uh, I don't think you just sit down in November and put out a Christmas song in December. It sounds like it's almost going throughout the year trying to record, you're on tour, and it's something that they'd fit into the schedule and, and make work. So, you know, it, it probably was pretty time-consuming. I'm sure it was something that, uh, that Brandon felt, you know, personally, not obligated, but he wanted to help out with Bono and, and the, the charity if Bono asked you to be uh, a part of something like that. Sure, it's an honor, not something that you just say, I'm too busy to do to somebody that's pretty busy. But in the same, to do it for 11 years, that's a, you know, that's a pretty good commitment, uh, pumping out songs and having to come up with them, come up with ideas, putting out music videos. Yeah, I don't know. To me, that's a pretty good, pretty good commitment. I don't think they've really performed a whole lot of them. Uh, there's a few songs that you can catch online of them performing, but it's not like in December they would just say, okay, now it's Christmas month and we're going to perform our Christmas album or anything like that. So... It's not like they were uh, making any money off of it. It all goes to the Red Campaign. So it was uh, just all out of charity and goodwill and the whole Christmas spirit stuff. So kudos to that. They should have fun doing that because uh, that's, you know, part of the season is, you know, joy and, and all that goodwill towards men and, and what have you. And I'm sure that's what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, do made it, they did sing one of the songs on 
Jay Leno and Santa made an appearance there. And then the other one I know was at one of the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmases performances they Santa made an appearance too with a squirt gun. So check those out if, if you're curious. If you're so inclined. But yeah, no, I think uh, I think that's a good, you know, good bow on the Christmas for this year. Like Jimmy said, we're just having a good time. So if you're not having a good time with us, I'm sorry. Uh, we, we hope that you get the, the point from us that we're just having a good time and trying to bring uh, some information and, and, and some smiles to faces. I think that's really all we're, we're trying to do is, is connect Nephi to the killer's world and uh, put a smile on some faces while doing it. Yeah, and when I learn, you know, when I research or look into some of these things that I haven't really thought that much about that happened 15 years ago or whatever, you know, I learn an interesting fact. I put it on my list to share on here because I thought, I thought it was interesting. Maybe it's not, but I think it's it's fun to learn more about it and, and get together and talk about it. Hope hope you enjoy listening and hope you have a good Christmas in that sweet Mojave rain. Yeah, happy, happy Christmas to those of you across the pond. Merry Christmas to those of you that are here. Or whatever you celebrate or whatever you do, merry, happy holiday season. And that's a holiday episode down from us here at Lonely Town. <laughs>